Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Mommy Wines podcast. I am your co-host, Emma Dawn, and in season two, I'm going to be introducing you guys to someone new. That's me. That's her. (laughs) The new Mommy Wines co-host is Carly Brownis. Hi, guys. (laughs) I'm happy to be here. I'm so excited to be, well, first of all, finally recording with you. Yes. Because we've only been in the works and doing this how many times now? And this is like, yeah, this is, we've we've accomplished a lot and yet zero recording so far. Yeah. So we, I'm not sure how that is, but. We've been having some technical difficulties to say the least, but... Uh, I think everything's going to be fine now. I think maybe it's not that we're having technical difficulties. I think we have high standards. We do. And so it has to be perfect. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, so happy to be here. Yes, I'm so excited. <laughs> Me too. I don't know. Maybe go ahead and introduce yourself. So, my name is Carly and I... I am fresh off the boat of a separate podcast that I have been working on for not too long, but uh, as much as I enjoyed doing the podcast, it wasn't really jiving that well for me. Um, And so basically, I ended that podcast kind of, I mean, I get... I stepped back from that podcast and then, yeah, weird fluke thing that just as I was probably, what, like two weeks before I quit doing that podcast, Emma said, hey guys, I'm looking for a new co-host for Mommy Wines. And I saw that and I'm like, you know what? It's not, my podcast is not doing, it's just not aligning with everything that I feel um and I could kind of sense that it was maybe gonna come to an end and so I reached out and I was like hey girl you know I'm possibly interested in doing the podcast with you which is funny because you didn't remember I didn't remember (laughs) that um when you first started mommy wines season one you had posted like hey guys I'm looking for guest podcast hosts or whatever and we chatted about it and then you said well I'm gonna record with this girl Tara and then I think that just sort of took off and got you know uh, a whole mind of its own and and so then in the meantime I created my own podcast and so anyway I said hey do you remember we were gonna do that and then you were like oh yeah years ago well not years (laughs) but it seemed like it I do remember that now yeah but I didn't when you first brought it up you probably were like, crazy. why are you being so like, hey, hi, but we had talked, like, we had, like, text. I think I still had, like, text conversation from, like, really? a year ago. Yeah, yeah, we had, like, text about our kids being loud and obnoxious. Oh, that's hilarious. Because I think, what, Milo was, like, six months or something. He was, he, like, pretty young, maybe, like, eight he, months. No, I was still in Elko. I moved into my condo in Elko when he was like five months. So I moved here. He was like a year and a half. Was he? Yeah. All I remember is I had just had, 
Ida. You had, yeah, you had just had her And I was like... That was one of the things we had to wait until after you had her to record. Right. And you had, like, family in town and stuff. Mm-hmm. So and so it, it just kind of... Tara's timing just worked out a little bit better. But anyway, so I said, you know, I feel like my podcast might be coming to a close. And so we met up for dinner. And our, what, like, hour and a half long dinner turned into five hours. Yeah, we spent five out, four and a half, five hours at Joe's Crab Shack. But there's a play place. There is a play so place. So the kids were just doing their own thing. My kid, you know, I got a mommy confession for you. <laughs> my kid fell off the slide and she got what temporarily paralyzed is what my daughter said. She said, I think, I think I'm temporarily paralyzed. I said, well, that's not real. So you probably are fine. (laughs) (laughs) Shake it off, Taylor Swift. But anyway, yeah. So then, and then the next day we went to, or two days later, we went to brunch and that turned into about 10 hours together. Yeah. And then we just kind of knew that it was going to work out. Yeah. It was one of those situations where it was like an, like an instant gut feeling. Like Mm -hmm. we had like this instant connection and hopefully that goes portrays you know yeah like they'll be able to feel that I think yeah for sure so yeah um and then what it was like a week after like was it even a week after that I texted you and said my co-host was going rogue and (laughs) no it was like a day after it was the weirdest thing like I could just she was going crazy sending all these like out of control text messages when we were at dinner at Joe's Crab Shack Oh, she was during yeah. that? Oh, yeah. I it was crazy. Oh, it was like that, that day. day. And when I met you, I like let you read through them, huh? Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, so she just, yeah. Because I think I reached out and said, yeah, let's do the podcast. I think mine's coming to an end. And then it was like, okay, let's meet for dinner. And before I even had a chance to like meet you, she was going like. Berserker. Off, yeah, just off, off her rocker. And I Berserker. was like, Berserker. Well, well, you know. I think this might be the end of it. And I mean, honestly, the timing was just the best ever. So it just worked out better. I mean, yes, I'm sad to see my other podcast come to an end because I really did enjoy it a lot. But at the same time, I think this is going to be way better for my mental health. Yeah. <laughs> Hanging out with you is way better for my mental health. Let's just say that. Nobody's ever said that before. So I'll take it. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so the second time we got together, we went and had brunch. Right. And we ordered, I ordered a mimosa, and Carly ordered a Bellini. Mm-hmm. So, for today's wine review, the Sip and Spill wine review, I thought I would kind of not only get some champagne to celebrate mm-hmm. the new second season of the Mommy Wines podcast, but also, maybe try out some new recipes for you guys. I'm excited about this. So I thought, well, why can't you just Bellini everything? You can. Apparently, Absolutely, you, you can. can put champagne on in everything you want. So Literally. we have pineapple Bellinis, mm-hmm. pear Bellinis, 
uh, strawberry banana bellinis, and then what was the last one? Like Guadalupe? What was Gua- it called? Guana, Guana banana? Guana. Gua, gua, oh, I'll go shoot. get it. She's got to run. It was like Guana, but, I don't know. Guanabana. Guanabana. Yeah, I knew I had it right. Guanabana. So I, so I said Guadalupe, but basically the same thing. So we today on the Sip and Spill Wine Review are going to be testing out and trying some. Wait, do we know which one the Guanabana is? Like, oh, what are you going to? It's this one. Okay. That one's obviously the strawberry. Yeah, so let's try that. I don't hate it. I'm not a big fan of strawberry banana, but I'll try it. Like, it's dangerously easy to drink, I feel like. Yeah. But I also feel like it's been sitting there for a hot sec while we've been dealing with microphones. <laughs> and maybe a little bit better if it was colder. Yeah. Just for sure. Just a thought, guys. Just, you know. I'm going to say this one's pineapple. Okay. That's good, too. I actually don't love pineapple stuff. I like pineapples, but it's it's good. Pen pineapple apple pen. Um, I would Bellini a pineapple any day. I don't love that one. You don't love it? I um, love that one. I don't know why it reminds me of apple juice, like actual apple juice. This one is the pear. Okay. I could mess with that one. And then this one must be the Guanabana. <laughs> the Guadalajara. Uh, I think they're all good. That one has an aftertaste that's very tropical. You know what? I like this one. I like Guanabana, and I'll tell you why. Because I feel like the peach and the pear, is that what they are? The peach and pear? The pineapple and Pineapple and pear. And pear. I feel like they're just a little too safe, a little too, they're like, I mean, okay, if you're going to host something and you want to be safe, go with those two. But if you want to do something that makes you feel a little bit like you're spoiling yourself, I think the Guanabana might be it. <laughs> I feel like this is a very good pool. I just, I just love the name Guanabana. Guanabana. And look at that fruit. Like, okay, so I'm going to be writing up a little blog post on themommywines.com. And I'm trying this Guanabana on its own. <laughs> and you guys can find all of our thoughts and more details on the Sip and Spill wine reviews every week on the mommywines.com blog. So I say be, Guanabana is for, for me. That's my <laughs> that's my sip. I'm gonna be making a blog post and putting it up there. So if you guys want the details on where I got these juices and how you can make your own Bellini anything at home, go check out themommywines.com. So. What one's your favorite? I like the pineapple and the pear. Oh, so you're so basic. I'm so basic. You're so basic, you guys. She picks the basic ones. Um, I'm a basic bitch, for that's sure. That's for sure. Pumpkin spice all day long. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think Guanabana for sure. Really? Yeah. That's it's exotic. I feel like if I was sitting on a beach in Mexico. That's it. And they served me like a Guanabana Bellini Give me at break. breakfast. Come on. I would probably just abandon 
my American citizenship and just, like, never leave that place. It's, but that's the thing. That's how I like to live my life. I want to drink that at home and pretend because (laughs) I'm in dire need of a vacation. (laughs) I need a vacation so badly, and so that is a bingo for me. I want to, like, like, sit by my pool and just drink that and then never relax because I have a baby in a pool. We should have a mommy wines vacation. We need that badly. Yeah. Very, very badly. Bad. You have no idea. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking that we should kind of go over a little bit more about how we came together and why we are now the wine moms. <gasps> I'm more than just a drunk. <laughs> Fancy. I sound like the fanciest person as you'd sip from your Guanabana Bellini <laughs> as I'm in sweatpants and a sweater with paint on it, FYI, <laughs> because I'm a classy hoe. You are a classy and hoe. And I had drink classy beds. Cheers. Classy bevies for classy hoes. Okay, so. Okay, here we go. I feel, okay, hold on. I just have to say, I feel like. If I'm one of your listeners, avid listener, have been for a while, you can't just be like, hey guys, I know this is different. Get used to it. I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm nosy, I would want to know what happened. I would want to know the backstory. I think they deserve closure. Okay. So I think you should give them closure. Okay. I got y'all back. (laughs) So, why Tara... I don't think there's really one particular reason why Tara is no longer on the show. I think that there just wasn't a very good connection. I also, like, the chemistry really, I don't think, was there. Also, this was a, this podcast to me was something that I thought about for a while Mm-hmm. before I actually, like, got the ball rolling because I wanted to really fully commit. I wanted to make sure it was really something that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be something that I was passionate about. And I wanted to have a lot of kind of plans in, like, kind of a direction of mm-hmm. where I wanted the show to go uh, before I just kind of started it and it ended up being another one of the projects that I stopped. Uh, so for me, the Mommy Wines podcast is something that I've worked and thought of and I'm really passionate about and I have a lot of fun doing. Mm-hmm. And I loved the dynamic between Tara and I in theory. Okay. So I loved how she was kind of a mom that's kind of been there, done that. She also had boys. Uh, she was Generation X. Mm-hmm. As I'm kind of more a millennial mom. And I just thought, like, the dynamic and everything would have worked with Tara. But there's just something. There wasn't one thing or multiple things. It just kind of stopped. Just fizzled out. It just fizzled out. Okay. I think when you have a project and something that you're so dedicated to, and maybe the person that you're partnered with isn't as 
like, committed, Mm -hmm. it makes it really difficult because for, like, all of the projects that we're starting and doing together, Mm -hmm. I feel like me and you are equally as driven, motivated, and committed. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know. I just feel like that's what I... Needed. envisioned when yeah. you thought about what your co-host would bring to it. I also, I didn't want to fake it. Like, I wanted two moms who, like, were friends just kind of sitting down having girl chats. Yeah. And I definitely envisioned doing this podcast with, like, a real genuine friend. Right. However, I never thought that I would end up in Utah. I, yeah. I always I always envisioned that I would go back home to Ohio mm-hmm. and I would have one of my mom friends do the show with me. Right, right, right. So when it came time to, you know, move to Utah, I thought that I was, a, like, going to do the show every week with a new co-host. Sure. Like a guest mm-hmm. on every week and have it kind of be a solo thing. But Tara, in the beginning, was so into it, and she was so excited about it, and she was so open. It was, like, her openness was amazing. I just think it kind of just, it just fizzled out, and I eventually got ghosted, which is something I think I deserve, because I ghosted Mike a few times before (laughs) we actually... Oh, I've ghosted some people. Ended up like dating. Uh, Which if you are a listener bad. from season 1, surprisingly, not only to you but also to myself, Mike and I are still together. Well, and I'm proud I'm of you guys nailing that man down. Okay, well, gross. <laughs> first of all, <laughs> second of all, um I'm also his sister wife, her sister wife. <laughs> yes. Cuz um and apparently all of my friends from Ohio think that that's a thing here. Well, it is, clearly. <laughs> You can you can tell by us. No. Um no, but he he's a great he's a great dude. Um No, but you know what? It's the weirdest thing. The my podcast started kind of like it's weird to think you can go into something so vulnerable and so open. Yeah. Like, nobody wants to listen to a podcast that's like scripted or like that people are like not being authentic, right? No one wants to hear unauthentic people. You could turn right. on TV any day of the week and see that. So it's bizarre to think you can just meet a stranger and then be like like wildly authentic and like blown open for the world to like hear all your thoughts and be doing that with like someone that you don't really know. And so I did the same thing, right? With my podcast host, like she was a client of mine and we just sort of talked about how we were both into the same, you know, we were, we both had the same, um, message to, to share with the world. And it's like so different from mommy wines for sure. It was more women's empowerment. And, um, I, I'm very, I'm very much like a women's empowerment person in the sense that I just really want to like celebrate women and their unique differences and all the amazing trials and tribulations we go through and how we persevere. And I think I love her vision about the things that she's passionate about and empowering women. And it might not be the most 
serious all the time platform, but right. I think we can totally no, we'll hit like, those spots. Yeah, we absolutely. Will. And I think you can definitely share your message, and we can kind of build a mm-hmm. new, like a re- redesign the Mommy Wines brand. I feel like this kind of encapsulates like everything about me because. I am, like, a crass asshole a lot of the time. Like, I am. I have a potty mouth. I am a dick to my kids. I'm, you know, like, I am don't have my shit together half, 75% of the time. Um, and I'm cuckoo and I'm funny and I'm silly and I'm obnoxious and I'm all these things. But... But I'm, but I'm also, like, fiercely – I'm, like, a fierce advocate for women. I yeah. really am. And so I, I do think that this kind of hits all those spots, you know, for me. Um, I, but I do, you know, truly want to like, you know, shine a light on women who, who can't have kids, who, um, don't want to have kids, things like that as well. And so I think that's where my other podcast kind of felt like I was really going to be able to like grasp all audiences. Yeah. Um, but I'm loving, like, I love that I can make mommyhood seem like I mean it's so real like we're all going through it right yeah, all anybody absolutely. that has kids is a stepmom anything like we're all going through it and all feeling these things and so I'm really more about just like normalizing things that most people are afraid to say um and so I do think there's like an amazing thing and I would rather be goofy than serious all the time it's just not who I am like yeah. try having sex with me it's awkward <laughs> af just ask her husband. <laughs> ask my husband, the poor guy. We do have a kid together, so, like, it works, okay? Like, either he's super desperate or he kind of is into it, <laughs> but whatever. Anyway, so, no, I think, um, but I think that's the thing. Like, you, you can, you can open yourself up and you can be vulnerable and you can, like, say things that you, but you have to have a chemistry with the person that you're next to for you to get the full, like, experience, you know? For you to fully... A full, like, authentic experience. Authentic experience, and that's the thing. It's like, it's great, and somebody can bring really great knowledge, but when you have this feeling of, like, someone's taking notes and is, like, just completely off your, like, wavelength in general, it just comes across. It comes across as forced. It feels weird, and... That's how I was feeling. I, I met her. She was a client of mine. We chatted about liking the same, you know, having that same message. I'm trying not to be petty. I really am trying. But I, I don't think I've ever met a woman less empowering than her. And so well, okay. I dodged a so bullet. I think, <laughs> I think. This is my thought on this. I'm going to let you explain it so I'm not. I think she has maybe good intentions but your guys's delivery of what you think empowering women is is so different so like the definition of what it means to you to empower other women is totally different and the way you deliver your definition of that mm-hmm. is completely different and it's not just a little bit different it's completely brick and mortar fundamentally yeah. Different. Yes. Because you and I are completely different people. Very opposite people. She owns the cutest, chicest, 
permanent cosmetic salon and academy I've ever seen. Mm, However, um, I can barely line both of my eyes in the morning. So <laughs> that's okay. It's not a necessity. Um, yeah. So we are like completely different, but I think it is a difference that it's not in our core values of who we are as people. Right, 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 right. And or like, or the, like the, it, do you know, the thing is, is it's like you can have the same core values, but like the way that you leave people feeling. Yeah. And that's, I think, what it was. Are we trying to get the same message across? Yes. But why, why does somebody feel so different after having that same conversation with two different people? Right. And that's kind of what it was. It was this feeling of like, we're saying the same thing, but, and I, and there, listen, we could have had listeners that loved her so much more than they loved me. I, I, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that the way that she did things wasn't, you know, didn't work for some people. Clearly she's like some type of people and those people probably, um, Gravitate. Yeah, they gravitate towards her style and maybe would think that I'm, you know, I don't know, unrealistic or something. But regardless, to me, the way that she made me feel a lot of the time, if if my listeners were, if she was having that effect on my listeners in any way, the ones that gravitate more towards me or my style, it's unacceptable. So... I, I think that it was a better option for me to end it yeah. than it was for me to not only have my listeners not have to feel the way I was feeling, but for myself. Yeah. I shouldn't have been treated that way at all, and I've actually... It was awful. I read, when we met up at Joe's Crab Shack, it was the day that all of this was kind of going down, and I was reading through some of the text messages... And I just have to say one thing. I'm really glad that my experience with my former co-host didn't end in drama. It just yeah. kind of sizzled away. Mm-hmm. But yours was drama city. It and it's was... bizarre because I'm just not, like, I don't have time for that. And I don't engage in that either. And I feel like I tried so hard not to engage, you right? You were you kept your composure so well. However, if that was me, I would have been, like, throwing out some F-bombs, like, getting all worked up, and, because, like, it was, yeah, it was bad, and it was very passive-aggressive, and it was very, like, demeaning. Very demeaning. It was awful. It I w- couldn't imagine saying some of those things no, to someone. No, I've never, I, I never have, I never would say something like that to somebody. I, I just don't. It, it's in a, it's in this weird, like, like, I just don't, I, I honestly couldn't figure out where it was, where it was coming from. I think I did figure out recently where it was coming from. Ooh, intrigue. Well, so, you guys, I feel so bad. I'm just not even going to mention the other name of the podcast so you guys don't have any way to go back. But, again, I think people deserve to kind of know how things happen even though I hate airing dirty laundry like it's not I'm not gonna do that but 
in the interest of trying to be like open and honest about things like you can't just very well be like and then that didn't work out I loved doing it <laughs> right but then it just didn't so like I know people have questions and nobody wants to you know I'm like I clickbait all day long man you you dangle that fish in front of me. <laughs> I am just click go- bait. Clickbait. I am all about it. I'm like, she said, what now? Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Hold on. <laughs> I know. I, I, oh, gosh, I go for it. But um, anyway, so um, I forgot what I was saying. She she was... You but I was, you think you found out where the drama oh, came from. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to air her dirty laundry. She aired it. But anyway, I stopped following her on all social media. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. I felt I stopped following her on all social media. I just wasn't interested in hearing about what her... I, I didn't know if she was going to try to, like, drag me through the dirt. Probably not. We didn't, you know, there wasn't... It wasn't enough drama for her to go to that length. I think right. she... I think it was a very personal attack. Anyway, so... Um, I had quit following her, but we had interviewed um, a friend of mine, and and I had some, we had done a couple other projects together that she was involved in, and so she, of course, like, said, oh, follow me on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, and so a few of my friends were following her, and um, my friend texted me and said, hey, did you see what she wrote on Facebook? And I'm like, oh, God, what did she write about me? Like, I'm like, what the hell, you know? And um, so she screenshot it for me and sent it to me and said, um, apparently she's, like, going through a divorce, and her husband's, like, not giving, you know, like, not letting her take the kids, and she has no money, and she doesn't have any money to, to hire an attorney, and she doesn't know what she's gonna do, and da 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 blah, 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 you know, and I, uh, I, so I guess in a way I think I've been there in that situation where you have zero control over your life, right? She has right. no way out of a marriage she's unhappy in. She has two kids that she can't take and go back to where her family is. So she's stuck in a state, a lot like you, where she has no family and she's raising these kids with no help around and with a very unsupportive husband that she has no way of getting away from. Right. She has no job. She has no money. When your life is in so much turmoil, you are grasping at anything to have control so when I was in that my house was like meticulously spotless I was um I was meal planning you know making dinner every night all natural ingredients everything organic because Fukushima and all you know all these like random things and I was you know I was like a Pinterest mom to the T and I was just have to be perfect at everything and so that's where I gained my control, only in the places I was allowed to have it, right? If right. it had to do with the house, I was allowed to have control over that. The husband didn't care. If it was me going out and getting a job, um, it wasn't going to happen. And I didn't have control over these bigger parts of my life. So I was a control freak when it came to certain things. So yeah. I had to clean a certain way. And, you know, that's why a lot of people get eating disorders because they have no control over anything else. They're like, I can control my body and that's it that's the right. only control they have so they just do whatever they can to control that after reading that status that she posted the text messages that you were receiving made a little bit more sense yeah though it's kind of hard to take women empowerment advice from someone who's so unempowered if that's even right. a word right no so I know. maybe her show can go in a different direction 
Or yeah. maybe she could be a little bit more, like, honest about the things that she's going through. And I think that's but, the question. I think that really, when it comes down to it, is, is um, you know, I, I, under, I, I think her ultimate goal was to say, hey, this is how the show's going to go. It's going to go my way or the highway. You're going to sit down, shut up, and do what I say. And if you're not okay with it, I don't know what to tell you. And if you are okay with it, cool, let's keep going. Which is just such a bizarre way of just treating anyone in the world, right? Like, right. Um, but, I mean, I found it so, so jarring. But anyway, um, but I think, you know, she thought I was just going to say, well, you know what, I've put so much into this that I'm not, I don't want to lose it. But she underestimated the fact that I don't need or want negativity in my life. I have so many positive things, so many amazing things, so many amazing people in my life that I don't I don't put up with anybody right. trying to belittle me or um, make me feel a certain way. To me, it's unacceptable. I won't put up with it and I walked away and I don't think she was expecting that. No. I don't think she knew what to do with Definitely because the power she puts- when she got it. She, and she's not the only one. There's tons of people out there who put out this picture-perfect image on social media. Mm-hmm. And, like, looking at the social media and then looking at those text messages, there was a huge disconnection. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, this woman's the picture-perfect mom. Like, she has, mm-hmm. like, a great life. She loves herself, and she loves her family, and she loves her husband, and there's and Christ, you know, it. there's, oh, and Jesus, little infant baby Jesus. Eight pounds, six pounds, baby <laughs> Jesus. And, you know, like, this woman's just living her best life. Living but, her best life, man. But in reality, mm-hmm. Which is why a lot of those communications now make sense. Yeah, absolutely. Is her life's not picture perfect. It's actually, like, exploding. It's in shambles, and that's okay. However, though, if she would have handled it in a different way... She would have had an ally in me. Absolutely. I can say that 100% in you. Absolutely. And I would have taught her how to do permanent cosmetics free of charge so that she could be in the situation I'm in because I feel for her. Yeah. I have been in that situation where you are just doggy paddling to stay afloat. You are literally, you know, you are, are kicking your legs, holding your kids above the water, and you are dipping down below the surface every single day, drowning. And now I am not. And I can't attribute that wholly to permanent cosmetics, but I can say a damn big part of it is because of that, is because I make a great living. Well, it obviously helps to, like, have a skill and have a job. Have a skill, have a job that you make great money, you're still able to be around your kids. She could have, I I would have easily helped her and, and said, let me, let me make, you know, let me help you help yourself because I'm not, I can't, I can't afford to get her an attorney. I'm not, you know, I can't pay a $5,000 retainer to help her get an attorney, but I can certainly help her make some money in a, in a way that, that she would be able to make small changes to get herself into a better place. Um, the only thing I could offer her at that point was I, I gave her a link to a place that does free legal advice. And I said, you know, I heard you're going through a hard time. 
here's some someone that might be able to help you. I really hope it gets better for you. And that was the last time I, I said anything to her. But it, it does it does make sense when you can dissect it. Right. And when you can look back at it. And luckily, I'm at a point in my life where when somebody says something like that to me, I don't get offended and I don't take it to heart. I definitely knew that I was doing nothing wrong. I definitely knew... And was so sure in how I had presented myself and how I had come and shown up to things. There was no reason. I didn't ask for it. And therefore, I didn't deserve the treatment that I got. And I'm and I'm fully, fully okay just accepting it and just saying, hey, listen, um, I think it's best if we just part ways because it's just, it's not... It's not a situation I'm willing to be in. Yeah. And I think that, I think that, honestly, if you're taking care of yourself... The rest is just, you know, it just is what it is. You just carry you, on and the better thing comes. And then the better handle. thing is you. Aww. Yeah. No, it's true though. That's so It's sweet. true though. It, you, it, the better thing is you. You did handle that situation so maturely, so classy. Well, shit. That's because I drink Guanabana Bellinis. Because <laughs> I'm a classy lady. Classy bitch. <laughs> um, yet, I am so proud of you. You handled it so great. And another thing is I am so excited for all of the future projects we have in the works. Tons. Tons. And we the dream team, baby. The new episodes of Mommy Wines I feel like are going to be so fun. You have no idea. So fun. Yeah, we got some good stuff. And tons of good stuff coming your way. So go ahead and make sure you subscribe uh, you can head on over to themommywines.com. You can also join our Facebook group for fellow moms like us. It's full of support and fun and contests and giveaways and all kinds of good stuff coming your way. So go find the Mommy Wines Podcast Facebook group and make sure to follow us on social media. Our personal accounts are tagged in the Mommy Wines Podcast Instagram. So you can follow us both there individually and make sure to follow the Mommy Wines podcast because it's full of goofy, crazy stories and lots of boomerangs, lots of boomerangs, (laughs) lots of wine loving, uh, all kinds of good stuff. Do you want to do a confession? Yes. Yes. Do a confession. They need to hear. Okay. So this week's confession is I went back to work and I don't fucking feel guilty about it. You know what? You shouldn't. I thought when I first started thinking about going back to work, putting Milo in daycare, mm-hmm. um, leaving him for... Eight hours a day, nine hours a day with commute. Oh my God, I felt so guilty. I felt like I was the worst mom, that I was abandoning my child, that I was being selfish, and that he's my son, you know, he shouldn't be raised by a daycare, Mm -hmm. all of these things, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. And I dropped him off at daycare this week for the first time. Um, since, oh my god, like eight months ago, five months ago, it's been a long time since he was last in daycare. 
and I didn't feel an ounce guilty. I know in the past I was so about not being like in corporate, but we're actually going to be doing an entire episode on working and building businesses and everything that comes with being modern day moms Mm -hmm. coming up. So we will definitely dive more into that in another episode. But that's my confession this week. I don't feel guilty. I like being able to interact with people that don't shit in a diaper. I mean, you know, I love people that shit in a diaper. Well, I love him. I just, like, I I feel like I'm doing something more for myself. No, you need to. And You it's, need to and you need to not feel bad about it. I so don't. it's a good thing you don't. Don't feel guilty. Nope. Because you are taking care of you. Doing it. Yep. Proud of you. Proud Thanks. of you for your new job. Proud of you for all of what the I things do. that you're accomplishing and well, you're you doing. Know, whatever. Whatever. I'm not doing, take not my doing anything. Take my compliment. Thank you. You're welcome. Um... <laughs> Okay, my confession, this is a good one. Yes. My confession this week is my, okay, so I had a meeting, a business meeting um, with the cutest makeup artist, and I was going to meet her at my gym because my gym has $2 an hour daycare, and so I'm like, I'm just going to put the baby in daycare, and I'm going to meet her out in the lobby, and we're just going to chat about it, and it's going to be great, and then I'm going to drive out to wherever sandy and i'm gonna get my kids passports taken care of because we're going to england in september Ooh, i know for my sister's wedding it's gonna be awesome anyway and so um i had this whole day planned and i just said well i'm just gonna go ahead and just go out there and um do that well okay i'm like i'm gonna drop her off at 12 30 so i'm hungry so i go across the street to get a sandwich first Open up the back door to get the baby out. Pull her out of her car seat. She has had a blowout. Yay. So I'm like, well, shoot. Like baby days will get you. No. So she has this blowout and I'm like, oh, Lord, help me. Do I have clothes in the car? So I'm like holding her like away from me and I go to the back of the forerunner and I open the back and the the diaper bag's in there and I'm shuffling through it and pull out wipes and a diaper and I set them on the back and then I'm like, crap, do I have other clothes I can put her in? I can't take her to daycare in a diaper. Uh, diaper. <laughs> so I go around the other side. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I just bought some clothes. So I found this like random shirt I bought from Gap and I think there was like some kind of like dirty leggings on the front seat floor of the car and I'm like, I'll just grab those. It'll be fine for now. So anyway, it's like boiling hot and I put her in like leggings and like a long sleeve shirt, but... <laughs> I have, you know, you do what you have to do, compromise, and anyway, so, um. You're protecting her from getting a sunburn. That's exactly what I was doing. I literally (laughs) was thinking about that. You Um, love her so much. I'm a great mom. Want her to be touched by the sun. Phenomenal mother. That was what I was doing. You got me. (laughs) Didn't want to shout it from the rooftop, so I'm great. No, um, so anyway, so I take the clothes, I go, I grab the pants from the front seat, And I go back around to the back and I grab the wipes and I grab the diaper and I go back to the other side of the back seat because that's the only place I had that I could actually lay her down and like wipe her down. Yeah. And so I did that and then I got her dressed and I walked around. I closed the back of the forerunner. I came back around and I heard this guy say, hey, did you lock the truck? We've got expensive equipment in there. 
And for whatever reason, I was like, yeah, I better lock my car too. So I just clicked the lock button, closed the door, walked inside and went, I just locked my keys and my phone in my car. <laughs> because when I, I grabbed I wondered her, why you didn't respond to my messages. Yeah, for six and a half hours. Yeah, no, I, I had pulled her out of the car seat, saw that she had poo everywhere, so I couldn't put her on my hip. No. So I dropped my stuff there in her car seat, probably in poo now that I think about it. Gross. Gross. Wash my phone. I don't want your phone. Don't hand it to me. I'm sure. I'm sure I've already wiped poo all over everything else. But anyway, so um, yeah, I just dropped it there and took care of business. And I locked myself out of the car for like six hours. I walked across the street to the gym, had my meeting, walked back um, across the street after the meeting, took the daughter to Petco to look at the birds, and then went to the grocery store, went grocery shopping until Chase got off work. Come to find out, we do not have a spare key for that car. I don't know what the hell happened to it. I don't know where it is, but we do not have one. And so we ended up having to call locksmith anyway. I could have done it five hours earlier (laughs) and not spent hours in the sun, in the heat, walking, carrying a 30-pound baby across the street. Miles. She's huge. Huge mungus. Huge. Yep. And I did, and I carried her across the street, and we went grocery shopping, and she... What it was, yeah, it was an absolutely hellacious day. So that was my, I'm so stupid. Anyway, it's fine. Everybody likes their keys in their car sometimes, but. That's true. Whatever. Everyone's guilty. So while you were going through this, one of your eyelashes. Eyelash extensions. Came off. But do you still get to make a wish even if it's fake? Well, I think my real one is attached to it. It has to be. Make a wish. Um. Okay, hold on. Let me make sure it's on there. It probably isn't, but I don't know where those eyelashes come from. But if it's somebody else's eyelashes, it's just totally a creepy thought. It can't be. A lot of things that... A lot of beauty things are real weird, huh? Real weird. It's like probably, you know, have you ever seen that kid whose eyelashes grow like super long? He has like some sort of weird... Is it Milo? No, like he has like an actual like... Snuffleupagus eyelashes. They're super long. I wonder if they just trim his eyelashes and make (laughs) eyelash extensions and sell them worldwide. Oh, Oh, that'd be so sad, little guy. I don't know. Anyway, well, look at that. Perfect. I think we're out of time. We are out of time. Now you all know the backstories. You do. I'm sorry. I feel, like, bad that I didn't have more drama, but mine just kind of fizzled away. I had all the drama for you. You did. That's all right. Okay, I put somebody, an end to it. Somebody needs to have drama other than me every once in a while. God, please don't let it be me. I'm <laughs> too busy. It's you this week. I'm too busy for this. We'll see you again next Wine Wednesday. Next Wine Wednesday. See ya. Don't lock your keys in your car, kids. Don't do it. Okay. Also, don't feel guilty if you want to go back to work and spend some time with grown-ups. That's right. So right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Have you tried Coffee Over Cardio yet? If not, I don't think we can be friends. No, I'm just kidding. But seriously, if you haven't tried it, I don't know what you're waiting for. I have been seeing reviews blowing up all over my social media feed. Roasted to order, for females, by females, 100% Arabica coffee. Win, win, win. Not only will you find the most adorable packages of coffee when you click the link below, but they have tumblers ideal for girls on the go, Espresso Fit member-only exclusive workouts that you can do from anywhere, and a cozy clothing line ideal for a basic bee like me. 
with fresh roasted flavors like messy bun and birthday cake, this is a coffee lover's dream come true. Go ahead and click the link to check out Coffee Over Cardio today and don't forget to use coupon code 10 Emma Dawn.